0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to our next episode of the Stock Talk Show. I'm Chris Tolson. Joined with me, as always, is my technical counterpart, Nick Chin. Nick, how you doing? What is up,
1: Chris? Uh, Ready to record our first show of 2016.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a good one. This week, we've got on deck for you um, what we consider the best stocks of 2016. Basically, we've compiled a list of stocks and their industries that we think are going to have the best gains for this upcoming year. We break them down fundamentally and technically.
1: Yeah, uh, quick disclaimer as always guys, Uh, this show is purely for entertainment, don't just take our word for it, consult your financial advisor, do your own research before you decide to make any of these trades.
0: So first on the list is Valero Energy, ticker VLO, they're right now trading at $66.25 a share. We've talked about them on the show before, so I won't get into sort of the nitty gritties of the company, but they're basically in the oil and gas consumable fuel industry, they manufacture and refine petroleum products, I like the industry as a whole right now, uh, I think it's undervalued with Valero has a PE trailing 12 months of 6.85 times earnings, which is below the industry median of 10.36. They've got a 3% dividend, which I like to see in companies. They're using their cash well. They've, they're have they still trading high in their 52-week range, which is the hot 52-week high of $73.88 a share. So I think they've stayed strong during this recent market crash and oil crash as well. I like them, I like what they're doing, PEG of 1.20, so I think they've got some serious upside for this upcoming year.
1: Yeah, you know, they had a very strong end of 2015, they stayed in a nice uptrend, but it did break that trend uh, <clears throat> December 11th, as the market did start pulling back, uh, but it it barely broke below it, and I like that, because it remained very stable these past few weeks, um, as the S&P and the rest of the market just kind of tumbled. Um, as, like Chris was saying before, is a very strong stock, a very strong company, Uh, Right now, uh, it's not an immediate buy, I would wait for it to break above $69 a share before you consider it, uh, because there is major resistance at that point. Uh, I think the buys will start really flooding in once it gets to that uh, point in the chart though. Um, So look to around $69 a share and buying the breakout if it does get to that point. Uh, In an immediate price target, if you do decide to do that, would be around $75 a share. Um, but my uh, price target for the entire year, I would say, is $80 a share.
0: Yeah, I see Valero kicking it up to $80 a share by the end of the year. Um, also, other, other plays in the industry that I like right now are Marathon, Petroleum Company, ticker MPC, Tesoro, ticker TSO, and Phillips 66, ticker PSX. So if you're not really a big fan of uh, Valero, you can look at these other companies in the industry that I also expect to grow. Yeah,
1: for the next one, let's do uh, Delta. It's DAL, currently trading at $46.15 a share. Uh, Delta did come down with the rest of the market as well, um, but is hovering around pretty big support at around $46 a share. Uh, it's failed a few times to break above $47 a share, which uh, is also another pretty big major level of resistance that have formed back last year. Uh, I would, I would wait a little bit on Delta as well, but once it breaks above the 47, 48 level, I'd look to get in on the breakout. Uh, and this is pretty dependent on what the rest of the industry does and what uh, the S&P will do as well, because it seems to follow uh, that pretty, or index pretty hard. Um, so I'd look to either get in on the breakout from $48 a share or wait for that to form an uptrend. Uh, if it does decide to break above that level, I could see it pulling back to around $47 a share, which is that big level. And for an intermediate buy, coming up to around $52 a share, which is a, which it has tried doing two times uh, at the end of last year. Uh, so it seems like there is really big resistance there. Um, I do think that it will break above that for the end of the year, and I could see a price target around $58 a share by the end of the year. Chris?
0: Yeah, I like Delta. I like the airline industry as a whole, but I specifically like Delta right now. They've got a PE of 8.15, trailing 12 months times earnings, which is below the industry median of 10.2. They've got a PEG of 0.35, below the industry median of 0.43. So I think they're inexpensive right now, just based on these fundamental metrics. Uh, They've got a dividend of 1.18%, which I think will increase over the year as um, their margins increase. Operating costs are down, of course, with oil being so cheap right now. They're locking up contracts for oil. Um, They expect, in their quarter-three earnings, they said they expect the margins to have a 10-point improvement, um, basically because of these low oil costs. Uh, They also reported their passenger miles are up, increasing their passenger load factor, which is at 85.2%. Very high. I like that number. So I expect them to have more cash on hand, which will increase their dividend. And I really like them as a whole. I could see them reaching $65 a share by the end of the year. Other plays in the industry, if you're not a big fan of Delta, um, Alaskan Airlines, ticker ALK, JetBlue, ticker JBLU, and American Airlines, ticker AAL. All
1: right, for the next one, let's do Walmart. And uh, the ticker is WMT, and they're currently trading at $63.52 a share. Walmart has been my favorite stock over the past month, um, ever since the start of the new year. Uh, as the market was tumbling downward, Walmart was the one stock that remained strong. It actually, it was the one stock on the Dow 30 uh, that showed daily gains every day. The the uh, the rest of the market was down. Um, so one big thing I noticed was back in uh, at the end of 2015, it seemed to be doing a pennant, which is uh, pretty much just a triangle. And after it broke through that trend, um, Walmart has been rallying upward. Uh, It formed a higher high back in early 2016. Uh, I think it was the 3rd or the 4th, January 3rd or the 4th. It pulled back, um, and the buy point was around $62 a share. Um, Right now, I could see... If you want to buy Walmart now, there's a good three dollar gain that I could see it easily uh, making it to to around sixty seven dollars a share. Uh, so that's a good intermediate price target as it approaches pretty big resistance at around sixty six dollars a share. Um, but for a price target of the year, I could see Walmart coming up to seventy dollars a share. It had it did have a it has had a few or a rough uh, patch of years recently, um, but I think Walmart's really starting to. Uh, Gain some momentum right now, um, and I'm pretty uh, bullish on Walmart.
0: Yeah, I am too. Um, you know, their growth isn't like what we used to see in Walmart. It's not where it used to be, but they still they're still undervalued right now. PE of 13.6, so it's pretty cheap. Um, I real I like Walmart. They've got a good dividend. You basically you can stick your money in there and just let it grow over time. I think that's what a lot of people are doing with this stock. There's not much percent institution. So I do see Walmart. I like the play here. I can see it raising to $70 a share by the end of the year. But another, another stock that I like in the food um, food staples and retailing industry is CVS, ticker CVS, of course. Uh, they trade at $94 a share. Um, they've got a ho- they're have they a bit more overvalued at a PE of 21 times earnings, but they trade at a bot- the bottom of their 52-week high, which is 113. Um, they're generating cash. They're increasing their revenues. Uh, and their twenty sixteen outlook is pretty good. I like what the company is doing to grow their, that uh, stock. I could see them easily hitting one hundred and twenty by the end of the year.
1: All right. So the next one we're going to start on is we're going to do Discover Financial and Capital One. Uh, I do like Discover. They follow the S and P pretty pretty hard. Um, again, it was another stock that came down pretty hard to the rest of the market and breaking through pretty big uh, support around fifty dollars a share. Um, I would wait a little bit again for this one uh, if you're looking to get in to discover. Uh, if it does break above $50 a share as S&P looks to recover, uh, I would. that's a pretty good point to buy the breakout. Um, for an intermediate uh, term buy, I could see it coming up to around $56 a share, uh, where it did do that W formation in mid-December. Um, One thing I have must say about Discover though is when it did break that formation back in mid-December, that was actually a pretty good short. (laughs) It's like a textbook short. Um, But you know, as that's ended, uh, right now I do think that Discover is pretty undervalued. Uh, Like I was saying, a good price target if it does break above fifty dollars a share, uh, I could see it coming back up to around fifty-six to fifty-eight, and for the year around sixty to sixty-two
0: yeah i like i like both of these stocks i like the consumer finance industry as a whole i think there's a lot of potential to grow here you know we've got an increasing prime rate which follows the federal funds rate increase in disposable income of people increase in consumer spending increase in credit use of credit cards increasing c- e-commerce sales you know which is where you're going to see use of credit cards up as you know you can't use cash buying stuff online which you could but you can't so i, li- I like the industry i think it's going to grow here um and both these stocks are pretty undervalued. Discover has a PE of 9.8 times earnings, and Capital One a PE of 8.4 times earnings. I like I like the stocks. I like Discover a little bit more. It's got a return on equity of 22%, which is a lot higher than the industry. It's near the bottom. Of it's 52-week range, and it's got a low. It's got a pretty low charge-off rate, so that they're getting their money back. And I re- I really like their their growth right here. They've their third-largest student loan provider and fourth-largest credit card. Uh, you know, so they're doing well in that industry, in both industries, and the stock or the industry as a whole is going to grow. So I see the stock growing as well.
1: Uh, like Chris, though, I do like to Discover a little bit more than Capital One. But if you're looking to get into Capital One, it's a very similar play. Um, I would wait for it to come back up to around 70 to $75 a share first before you look to get in. Um, maybe good earnings will help spark some momentum into that stock. Uh, but right now, wait for that price to come up a little bit more before you get in and buy that breakout and the rebound with the rest of the market.
0: Yeah, be looking out for um, Discover Financials earnings. Come, I think they come out on February 2nd. I expect them to have a year-end price of $65 a share, and I expect Capital One to have a year-end of $75 a share.
1: Capital One, my uh, end-of-year target, I could see it coming, around, coming to around $80 a share.
0: So next on the list, um, we've got gilead sciences it's a stock that we've talked about i believe in the first episode of the show it's a stock that i own so i won't try to shove it down your throats too much you know it's a it's a play that i like they've got a pe of eight times earnings so they're cheap i'm not going to try to get into the pipeline and growth but i really like their pipeline and growth Uh, um
1: yeah, it's one thing I've, I've heard enough of Gilead Sciences, but yeah, I do like I stock. don't I don't
0: want to talk about it too much, it's because of conflict of interest, so Nick, you go ahead and say what okay. you want.
1: Um, Gilead Sciences was something that really uh, followed the S&P pretty hard as well. Um, it's It came off pretty big support around $90 a share, and it seems to be facing some more at around $95, uh, another stock that I'd wait to see it break above that point before you get in. Um ever since ever actually at the end of 2015 it was downtrending pretty hard um, but each of each, each consecutive low has been a little bit uh... smaller than the past one which is a very good sign uh... It means that the shorts are starting to cover more uh... so with gilead sciences right now i'll wait for it to come up or break above ninety five dollars a share and buy that breakout because um, like chris is saying i do think it's an undervalued stock and i See an intermediate price target of around uh, $110 a share, and for the year, I could see this thing coming back up to $120. I like Gilead Sciences yeah. a lot for this year. I, th-
0: I see it at $120 by the end of the year, you know, just mainly off their growth. And they're, they're our, the strongest biotech company that's in the industry. Next up, though, we've got Mylan Pharmaceuticals, ticker Myl. They're trading at $53.83 a share there. Um, like I said, a pharmaceutical industry. Uh, P.E. trailing 12-month at 30 times earnings, which is sort of high when you look at it, but it is a bit below some of the other large names in the pharma industry. They're a company that uh, produces active pharmaceutical ingredients, Um, so you know the demand for that won't really go down over time as they supply other other drug companies, other chemical manufacturers. Um, Their revenue growth is trailing 12-months is up 21%, outpacing the industry, which I like. Uh, Discounted price to sales. Their P.E.G., it's in line with the industry median. But um, I, I really do like this stock. They're trading um, sort of in the, in the middle of their 52-week range, 52-week high of $76 a share. So I do think that they're going to they're gonna come up to that by the end of the year, and I do like their growth.
1: Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny as a technical trader. Uh, when you look at Milan Pharmaceutical, obviously they don't, they're not like Walmart, but their charts are very similar. Uh, as the S&P was pulling back, Milan remained very strong. And the buy point, like Walmart, was at a similar time. Uh, my, like I was saying before, it remained very strong and pulled back to major support and didn't break through it at around $50 a share, uh, which is a pretty good buy. Uh, right now, it's coming up to pretty big resistances as well at around $55 a share, and I think two things could happen here. Either Milan wants to stay in a range and from 50 and 55 and possibly form a W and rally from there, um, or if the S&P shows strength, uh, these next few days, if it breaks above $55 a share, that's definitely a good buy point because um, of the uh, major resistance at that point. Um, for an intermediate buy, watch this one closely. If it does break above 55 I could see a good $5 return on this stock. Um, if it does trade in a range, it's a very day tradable range to do so. Um, but like I was saying, just keep your eye on that chart and the stochastic as it's starting to top out now. So just see how it reacts with the rest of the market.
0: Other stocks that I like in this industry are Allergen, ticker AGN, and Lanet Company, ticker LCI. I think Lanet Company is a bit more of a risky play, but I do think that it's got potential to go up for the year. Next up, though, um, we've got Google or... Alphabet Inc., sorry, um, ticker G-O-O-G-L. Nick, you want to talk about that a little bit?
1: Yeah, so Google right now is trading around $729 a share. Um, it's a, it's always been a very strong stock. Um, and although some people think it's very uh, overvalued as, as a stock price, um, they just continue to grow. Um, Google is another one of those stocks that was very strong as the market pulled back. Uh, so it's one of those as the market looks to rebound, I would also look to get in in the intermediate term. Um, because, you know, the each ticker for Google is so large because of how volatile and how st- high the stock trades, uh, I could see this thing coming up to around $800 a share in the intermediate term uh, as it approaches... Actually, as it looks like right now, as it wants to break through some big uh, resistance that it's facing, um, it it's pulled back a little bit uh, this past day, but today it was indicative of... Um, an update tomorrow because of what they call a hammer, which it pulled back and came all the way back up. And when you end that, that usually means uh, buyers are starting to flood in. Um, So this is one that I would watch in the next few days. And if it does break above that $750 level, like I was saying before, um, this is a good buy. And I could see a price target for the end of the year around $850 a share.
0: Yeah, I like Google. I like... Or alphabet whatever oh, sorry we, yes, yeah, alphabet what we like call it. them now they they've got they've got good branding you know like even though we are missing their name up you know Google is everywhere they're involved in all different types of things they're finding new revenue streams so I think they've got a lot of a lot of potential to grow as they find new new these new revenue streams find new ways to make money as they spread their name sp- and sort of gain gain more income so I do like them price target at the end of the year is above eight twenty five.
1: Yeah, so for the last one um, we're gonna do some of the' it was Mondelez, and Chris what uh, food, food food products yeah, industry an, yep see as a technical trader I don't even know what that <laughs> what that is yeah but you know, um, but Mondelez right now uh, it, I think it's an undervalued stock um, it did come down to the rest of the market like like a lot of the other stocks I would mentioned before uh, but it has been strong these past few days um, it's currently trading at 4135 and sorry the ticker is M- MDLZ. Um, today was a good sign for Mondelez. Uh, it did come above, come up above major uh, resistance at a forum back in uh, late September. Um, and now that's done that, I could see this thing rallying back up to $43 a share. Uh, and for a year or end of the year target, I could see Mondelez coming up to around $50 a share. Uh, it's one of those companies right now that has been stuck in a range for the end of 2015 at least. Um, and I could see it doing that again for the earlier part of the year. Uh, but like I had mentioned before, if it does break above that range, uh, that'd be huge for a Mondeley stock. Um, and if it does that, who knows how high the stock would go. Uh, but right now, it's one of those ones that you just have to watch pretty closely. Um, if it does, like I was saying before, if it does break above 41, I would buy that breakout. And a price target to get out would be around $48 a share for an intermediate trade. Uh,
0: I like this stock. It's probably my favorite stock for this year. I think it's grossly undervalued. It's got a PE of 7.7 times earnings. You know, I, th- I think that it, it's, it was basically it was spun off of the Kraft acquisition. So I think it's got a lot of um, room to climb for this year. You know, I think it can climb up to 15 times earnings where I have a price target of $65 a share. I think it's probably my favorite stock of this year, and there, there really isn't much to, else to say about it. You know, it just, it's undervalued.
1: All right, so you know, those are the uh, those are the 60. Or sorry, those are the stocks that we uh, think are going to do well in this this upcoming year. Um, but some things I have to say about the market right now. Um, even though we've had a few nice recovery days in the market um, ever since it, we had that big crash from the economic news from China and the big drop in oil, um, I wouldn't say we're out of the woods just yet. Uh, be very wary of the market um, just because of how dependent it has been on oil. Um, but one thing I must mention as well, earnings week is upon us and that could help turn the tide for the market. And as we have come down to pretty big support um, at around 18.70 for the S&P, um, if the earnings do come out good and pretty positive overall this week, uh, I could see the S&P rallying all the way back up uh, above $2,000. Um, so it's just something you have to watch, especially with earnings coming out and how volatile the market's been. Um, but for this upcoming year, I, I do think, like we we're saying before, those stocks that we had mentioned um, have been performing well recently, and I could see uh, that trend continuing throughout the year.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that 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 portfolio that we just gave out to you that'll probably get like gains of a thousand percent for this yep. year. I think two thousand. <laughs> <No. laughs> <000%. laughs> uh, I do like the market for this upcoming year. I think the S and P will definitely reach over to nine over 1950. Um, One thing we do have to look out for is the appreciation of the U.S. dollar and see how that affects the economy. Also, um, the Fed raising rates even further throughout the year. But I do like the stock market for this year. I think it's going to recover.
1: Yeah, and one more thing as well. Um, When you have a big crash like we did before, one thing you should always look for in stocks are stocks that perform well when you do it. And that's just my perspective. Because, you know, other people think that uh, you look for stocks that have pulled back a lot and you get a better value for it. Um, but when stocks trade well and they seem to be going up when the market's going down, it means that investors see something in the, in the stock that, that others don't. Um, they, they, find, they see the potential in it and they want to start the trend early before uh, the market decides to turn around. Um, so that's one big thing you should look for. And when you have these big times of volatility like this, uh, one big saying that I've heard is that it's not necessarily always time to, uh, to invest but to trade for more intermediate plays, uh, in terms, and that means holding your position for a few days rather than a long period of time. That's one thing that uh, a lot of people have have said to do when the market becomes very volatile, like it's been in the past few days. Sure All right, so
0: now I think that, I think that's it for this episode. Looks like we missed out on the twenty-minute mark; we just went over that by a minute. Um, but don't let that deter you, though. Yeah, but best best of luck in the market for this upcoming year. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. I hope you tune in for our next show.